Hi, everyone, and welcome to What Would My Shrink Say, a podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes. You'll never be the same. So, um, Nick, during this this uh, time with COVID and the, this uh, social distancing um, that, that the nation and, and especially our state are in, um, online therapy has become the way you and I kind of work mm-hmm. now. We're able to meet online through certain programs that are compliant with um, regulations and meet kind of like almost like a version of FaceTime where it's it's secure, but uh, you're able to kind of visually see each other and, and uh, hear the audio. Um, and it seems like when I talk to most people about this or other therapists, or, or maybe even clients sometimes, there's this kind of bristle away from it. And, mm-hmm. and um, just the fact that we're talking about online therapy as a different version of therapy means that there we have some judgment about it. Right. Um, and so it, it, it seems through my conversations that a lot of people think that online therapy is different somehow for, for a few reasons that kind of come up over and over. And so I thought maybe we'd talk about what those are and, and maybe a little bit about our experience of online therapy and then some tips for maybe doing online therapy to make it as effective as possible. Mm-hmm. What do you think? It's one of those things that really annoys me about our field. <laughs> How like weird people are about stuff like this. Yeah. Ooh, online therapy, you know, I don't know. It's just not the same, blah, mm. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. From people who have never done it. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and I remember this being a thing like I think probably around 10, 15 years ago is when the field first started. Like when I first started my master's program, I remember this was like 2008, nine, yeah. something like that. Yeah. People were starting to kind of look into it. Yeah. And, Maybe um, a little bit before that. I, may, oh yeah, even before yeah. that. But I, And I remember like seeing some early research saying, well, you know, you can do it, but people don't like it as much. And so there was this initial wave of like, honestly, pretty primitive research mm-hmm. that was like, well, it's tolerable, but it's not great. Yeah. And I feel like that just got injected into the culture and it reinforced everyone's belief that like, well, real therapy is when you're like in an office face you know, sitting face. across from each yeah. other. Yeah. yeah. And, and part of that, part of the problem with that is just, of course people don't like it because back then it, this was all totally brand new and foreign, right? And you, you, you were using terrible technology that was funky <laughs> and like weird and problematic right. and people weren't, you know, nowadays, even people in their 80s are like FaceTiming their grandkids every week. And, you know, so it's much more just a part of the culture. It sounded so ageist. But okay. No, <laughs> well, you're right. You're right. I, I mean, mean, typically. Yeah. People are just communicating more and more this way. It just doesn't yeah, seem normal. to be the, the kind of um, novel thing that it was 12, right. 13 years ago. Yeah. So that all that is just to say I want to rant about how annoying people in our field are that <laughs> 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 they're so close-minded to stuff like this. So they're kind of, or that, that, that recoil I talked about to the doing online therapy, um, that apprehension, um, you're saying that's crazy. I don't know about crazy. I think especially from therapists, I, th- I think it's close-minded and mm. narrow and kind of obnoxious. All right. Fair to say. <laughs> I, I can agree with that. Um, I think inevitably this is the future. And if we want to be better providers to a lot more people who need it, 
we are going to have to get on board with this. Yeah. So I think yeah. you're, yeah, if you're a therapist listening to this, I think you're crazy if you think the only way we're <laughs> going to do therapy from now on is like sitting in an office across from each other. Well, it, it's been a, a mode of therapy for a while now. Um, it's been researched pretty well. The VAs use it pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a it's pretty, it, it's not commonplace, but it's not um, irregular or, or um, rare, I don't think. Right. Um, my, my experience with online therapy has been overwhelmingly positive, much to my own suspicion in the beginning. I think I was one of those people who were like, this is just not going to mm. work. Um, I was one of those therapists. You're, so I've just been bad mouthing you're, you for the you're last shaming minutes, right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> you're a judgmental guy and that's okay. That's what we do on this podcast. <laughs> to pass judgment, but all right. Um, so, so yeah, I kind of had those apprehensions about, ooh, is this, and, and this came about in, in my life when I was in my master's program, and um, I had a couple of researchers uh, that I worked for who were, were experimenting with online and, mm-hmm. and tech kind of things. And so we ran this study where we had an in-person uh, therapy setting, an online therapy setting, and a phone uh, kind of setting. Mm. And I was convinced that the in-person um uh, group would would do so much better than than the others, and uh, it turns out they all did just as well. And my experience, kind of being a um, therapist in each group, was positive throughout. Um, it, it really was. It, as as we got going, it really didn't matter whether it was over the phone or online or uh, in person. There was still um, a good overall good experience of being able to. Um, to use that mode in a therapeutic kind of way. Right. Easy enough. Yeah. Um, so I've had nothing but um, positive kind of experiences. Um, and even now when we've kind of gone to, to a lot of online uh, therapy now with this um, social distancing, um, it's it's been pretty easy. It, it just doesn't seem to be a problem at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, I'm I'm enjoying it. I think my clients are enjoying it. I mean, I, it, it's pretty interesting. Usually, I have you know a few cancellations here and there. I, I haven't had a single one. You know, yeah. everybody's really wanting to to meet and uh, and uh, discuss those things, and it's, it goes really well. It seems to me. I feel like this is just so important for the the for mental health generally, and for the the kind of bigger project of making mental health more well known and accepted and available is that I've talked to a lot of people who have never been to see a therapist or counselor before. And a, a big part of it for a lot of people is they are intimidated by the experience of like going to an office mm. and like filling out all these forms where you're like filling out like personality inventories and people are going to be judging your, do you have yeah. a weird personality? Yeah. And then you go into what you imagine from all the movies and TV shows you watch some like kind of dark, creepy looking room <laughs> with like weird statues and furniture you don't recognize. Yeah, strange. Yeah. St- and then you get some really kind of esoteric dude with a beard making cryptic comments at you. And like, this is, I mean, it sounds funny to us. A lot of people think that that's what therapy and counseling right. looks like. Right. So I think a lot of people could be eased into therapy a lot more easily via all these newer technologies that we have. Yeah, no, I I think so, yeah. Like people are used to communicating, interacting with each other online via FaceTime or Zoom or Snapchat or whatever, right? 
And I think it's a, it's an easier leap if you, if you say, well, I, I want to try kind of try out this therapy thing. So I'll, you know, video chat with this person for 20 minutes and kind of see what it's about. And I think that's actually, it could be really useful in increasing access to therapy. Oh, I no, no doubt. And then the other thing is it's, um, it's super convenient. Yeah. Right. You don't go anywhere. Like some of my clients drive a half an hour each way to see me. Right. It's like a two hour you know, break in their day that they've got to do that. Now, I, I, you know, that's, that says something for their commitment and all sorts of other things, but that is a time investment to do yeah. that sometimes and to be able to just kind of be where you are and uh, meet with your therapist. That's a, I think if you, a really if you work idea. a lot and you have kids and like maybe oh, you don't have yeah. great transportation or you live far away or like mm-hmm. there's so, it, this is why it, it bugs me. It seems so piddly to complain about like, well, people won't be, completely able to like assess my facial expressions or something yeah. if we're over like not th- true. that's so it's not true and it's even if it were true that's tiny in comparison to the benefit of like all sorts of people actually just being able to go to therapy period yeah because yeah. they can access it i agree yeah and 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 i i'm i'm kind of an experiential guy i think it's important i think for me to feel like i can connect with my clients and I've even have sessions this in the past couple of days. I'm like, oh man, that was a really good session, you know, and kind of been able to go, oh yeah, and it's online and mm-hmm. reaffirm all those things. Now, I will say this: there can be a distraction problem <laughs> if you're not careful, <laughs> but you can arrange things so that you can limit those distraction problems. Sure. So sometimes that will be something maybe you're not prepared for when you first move on to this, but it seems to be easily managed through some mm-hmm. problem solving and. Um, creativity and not much of that uh, it's also kind of a fun mindfulness practice actually because when you do to get distracted you can just remind yourself to go ahead and refocus in your conversation mm-hmm. or what what you're doing are, are so, you saying you're getting distracted dr. Sewell in your well, there are times when you can do that right <laughs> um, and so to be able to kind of ha- even have those conversations I think have been has been interesting and I've, I've got some clients that are a little older and this was new to them and in the beginning, they said, oh, you know, for like three minutes, this was awkward. Right. And then after that, you don't even it's notice fine. it anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, but even them being able to talk about that awkwardness was was interesting. And we were able to kind of hmm. both kind of acknowledge that, move right through it. And then two minutes, three minutes later, you don't even realize it anymore. So yeah, it, it's, it's not bad at all. The other thing is, I would say, you can limit technical problems all you can. And, and try to do that as best you can, they may still happen. The best thing I've seen is just have a previously kind of discussed backup plan right? and just roll into it without any frustration. Yeah. If there's, if the free screen gets frozen or they disconnect, just roll into the phone call or the email or the, you know, redial or whatever you guys decide to do, um, you and your therapist, uh, just roll into it without getting too frustrated and caught up in mm-hmm. it because it's, it, it's distra- it can be really distracting to your therapy when right. you're upset and angry because the yeah. technology and then technology is technology. So, well, but I would also say that's not unique to doing therapy online. Like in in regular traditional therapy, you head to your therapy appointment and there's traffic and you can't sure. get there. Yeah, you're sitting in your therapy office and you know, there, someone's working with jackhammers across the street and it's just like really <laughs> annoying and disruptive, right? Or the, right. the AC goes out or the, so it's not that that's, 
not a thing in that's a thing anytime. Sure, sure. Right? Or your therapist have, is late from getting back from whatever. Right. Yeah, those things. So there's always going to be disruptions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but just and, handle them. Just and yeah. just kind of realize they're probably going to happen. Like you would any other kind of disruption. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, um, other than that, though, I, I I would my vote is for online therapy if you can access it and that would help you out, then go for it. It's gonna be hilarious when we uh, if we listen to this in like thirty or forty years because this this is gonna be like listening to people talk about hmm we've got these horses and carriages and they've been really reliable for a long time <laughs> I don't know about this automobile know. thing I like it, I don't know it don't looks know pretty newfangled and you know there's you know <laughs> you don't feed it we're gonna be going so fast it's gonna mess up my hair and I just <laughs> it's not worth it I'm just gonna stick to I'm gonna stick to the horse I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm actually fine with both. I, I wouldn't really me- my, bad bother me if if someday in the future I had a good mix of. Well, and I, th- I, I like riding horses. There's nothing wrong with riding horses. There's right. there's something special about riding horses. <laughs> 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 but for day to day transportation, you're going with the car. It's going to look really quaint when people look back and think like, "Oh, you guys had your panties in a bunch about moving to online therapy." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you think so? Yeah, the the next generation might be just like, yeah. what "Were you guys even thinking?" Uh, yeah, because there is a lot of research about this. So obviously, we wanted to test its <laughs> abilities at some point. Hey everyone, Nick and I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please rate us on iTunes if you get a chance. And if you have any feedback or comments for us, that'd be great as well. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the podcast, let us know in the comment section as well. Thanks.